Welcome to Amazing Soul. Your host, Angela Zabel, and her team in the non-physical realm are here to help you with the challenges you have been facing in your life. Now, please welcome Angela Zabel. Welcome, everyone, to The Amazing Soul with Angela Zabel. I am your host. I am a teacher, coach, and a medium. And you can find more about me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. I write for Edge Magazine, and I host Edge Talk Radio. And you can also check out on AngelaZabel.com. I also do private um, online sessions for guidance and mediumship, and I also do mentoring for people in online classes. So check out more about me there. And today, I'm excited because Amazing Soul, this is all about you, all about helping to guide you, discovering what you're capable of, helping you move through life easier, and having it a little, they keep, so I have a team on the other side and they're telling me to make sure to say it's a lot gentler uh, journey for you as you go forward, the more you connect to those on the other side. So with me, my team is all those in the non-physical, and they are consistently changing out depending on who I need for the people I'm working in front of me. And today, this is all about you. This is all about understanding boundaries with difficult people in your life, setting boundaries. And for those who have questions, if you have difficult people in your life, or you're looking at setting boundaries with people and trying to find ways to do it, myself and my team have, they get very specific answers for the people I'm working with. You can call in live to ask questions of myself or my team at 866-346-9141. So, all about boundaries and difficult people. And I don't know about you, but I had a few difficult people in my life. I still have some difficult people, but a lot of them aren't in my close life anymore. And there's a reason for that. Difficult people are ones that are, I consider, challenging opportunities. And instead of looking at it as difficult or toxic, it's more looking at it like, why did I draw these people into my life. And some of you may be asking, well, how could I draw difficult people into my life? And why would I do that? And this is really all about the difficult people and challenging people we have in our lives are sometimes in our own personal families. And I know I've heard a lot of you because I do private sessions and I do also gallery readings, which is working with a group of people and expos. And I'm doing consistent readings all the time, different sessions. And throughout these sessions, I have had so many people coming up talking to me that have people that are specifically in their family that are very difficult and challenging to work with. And I always like to kind of put it back on them a little bit and ask, did you ever think that you chose to have those people in your life? You chose the family you came into. And a lot of people think I'm a little nuts when I say that. <laughs> but really, when we think of it, we do choose the family we come into. And that's something I have learned from all those on the other side, where they have shown me again and again that we specifically come here with specific people on purpose. And 
with that, it is really a time to look at your your family and your work relationships, even your job. When you look around the people who are surrounding you, sometimes the very difficult people are there helping us in a lot of ways. Because honestly, when you look at it, when difficult people are around you, a lot of times, so many of us feel like we have to give in to their wants and needs, and we have to put ourselves last because we figure that's the way to make the peace. That's the way to help things, help relationships in the family. And this also goes for jobs, friend groups. This is all of that. You will discover that these more challenging people, and I look at them as opportunities, opportunities for your own personal growth. These challenging people are there that they actually help us in so many ways. So that may sound a little strange yet, but give me time to explain. (laughs) So when you look at difficult people in your life and you feel taken advantage of, because I've heard that so many times where people are telling me they have people in their life and it makes me feel like I'm being taken advantage of. And I'm going to say nobody can take advantage of you unless you let them. And that's something that a lot of people kind of look at. Well, I'm not letting them. I just feel so used. And that's because you're letting them make you feel used. And I know that's sometimes a little, might be a little harsh to hear, but my team on the other side isn't about sugarcoating. (laughs) And so neither am I. When, you, when you're working with people that are difficult, there's a lot of good signs that you're working with challenging people. And, and this can be anywhere in your environment. Some of the big signs you're working with people that you are taking on their energy is you just feel tired after you've been done working with them or you've had a meeting with them. Sometimes the work environments, you get home and you're just just beat, just tired. Some of the other ones, you're, you're worn out, you're exhausted, especially different situations, and this can be anywhere. And then the other aspects is sometimes you'll get angry or very, very anxious because you know you'll have to deal with them again. These are really good signs that you're to the point where you should really start looking at making boundaries. So difficult people are in our lives because we have an opportunity to look at ourselves differently, to say my needs and wants are just as important as theirs. And that's sometimes a realization because a lot of times when we start putting other people first by giving in, that's I will go as far as we do enable with this behavior. When we do that, we are setting them up to not change. And the goal is not for them to change, but it's for you to change. So when we talk about difficult people, I want you to think about the people in your life where when you when you have to have interactions with them, you feel exhausted, you feel worn out. And I want you to think when you feel that way, 
ask yourself why. Because a lot of times I feel a lot of us are going through life just fe- having these feelings, but we're not going and asking ourselves the questions a little bit deeper. The questions of why do I feel exhausted? Why do I feel worn out? Why do I feel angry after I just did everything someone asked for? And so my team keeps telling me <laughs> that there's also someone listening here. There's a few people listening that this pertains to their job, their work environment. Why would I ever ask to be with this? Why am I feeling anxious every time I have to have an interaction with these people? Why do I feel angry after I leave the interaction? And they're, they are definitely bringing up. So someone listening here <laughs> is definitely having an issue with someone or uh, situations at work because they are bringing that on loud and strong for me. So, and if you're out there and you're listening to this, remember, you can call in to ask some specifics. You can keep it general, but they'll help you with some different ideas to help you work through it. And that is a live call in at 866-346-9141. So this is all about knowing when you're starting to feel that as soon as you have those feelings of anxiety or anger, or just worn out and not knowing which way to turn. That's your cue that it's time for boundaries. And boundaries are so important. A lot of people look at boundaries. If I put a boundary up, that means I don't want to be with the person. I don't want to talk with the person. I don't want to stay where I'm at. But boundaries are not for that. Boundaries are to have healthy relationships, to keep people in your life, whether it's people in your family, a friend group, or a work environment. Boundaries are there for you to see, and they're saying, my team is saying, to see if you really want to keep them in your life or not. And this is something for all of us to really think about. Ask yourself, why do you have these people in your life? And if it's because you really do want to keep them in your life, then you have to say, I need to have a better way to interact with these people on a sometimes daily basis because they're still bringing up someone that has is having a work issue. So I'm going to keep on that one. <laughs> so whether you call it or not, they're going to be talking about the work issue. <laughs> so this is all about knowing when those interactions happen, asking yourself, why do I feel bad afterwards? Is it because you didn't speak up? Is it because you didn't say what was on your mind and they're saying, but you have to always be careful what's really on your mind, but putting it in a way that is productive and helpful for you. This is what's important. And they also want you to know that this is a time to think about how you would want the interaction to go differently next time. And for for the person who has this work issue... (laughs) They are speaking to you. (laughs) So they are saying the next time you know what's going to happen, how would you interact and what would you say differently where you feel like you would be heard? Because this really feels like an issue of not feeling like I am heard. 
So this is really taking the time to know, and they're saying for all of you out there, that you know when an interaction is going to happen again. You know when you have family members, when you're going to be meeting with friend groups, and a lot of holidays are coming up. So a lot of you know exactly what's probably going to be said before you get there. And you know before you walk into a work meeting what they're probably going to be bringing up. This is your chance to use your intuition. And they're saying your knowing is your intuition. Knowing how you feel the interaction is going to go. And then practicing ahead of time how you will answer it differently this time. And I've got to say, whoever has the work issue out there, they're saying this has been going on for a while. And this is your time to start practicing how you will interact differently going forward. And this is a, they want you to know that as you go forward to think about ways that will put you on top versus my team is not a sugar coater. They're saying versus sounding like you're a whiner. <laughs> because honestly, when people start putting up boundaries, the first thing you're accused of is being a whiner. <laughs> so this is knowing that I need to go in and say exactly what all of my best attributes are and exactly why I feel something needs to be done differently. So I hope that helps the person out there a little bit on the one who's dealing with the work issues. But they are telling me that this is the time for all of us, regardless of who you're working with, whether it's family, friends, or somebody you meet randomly in a grocery store or anything like that, maybe neighbors. This is a time for you to think about how you would react differently. And I just want to say, because we are multidimensional, that means we connect with everything that is using our intuition at such a higher aspect than what we've normally been doing, tapping into that intuition. When you do that, you start being able to communicate with all these people that are difficult on a soul level. You can communicate with them on a soul level before you ever have a meeting with them. So this is something, and let's see, I've, I've got a few minutes before break, so I'm going to go into this. They are telling me that this is the time to take advantage of all of the people on the other side. They are there to help you and support you and to help you move into the next phase of finding your own confidence and not letting other people's thoughts and words affect you. So they're asking before you have a meeting next time, tap into those on the other side, ask them to help you make the meeting go easier. Ask them to find ways to smooth out the person before you ever have to meet them. This is something very important for you to do because when any when you have difficult people that you need to work with or you say you're going to be at a family gathering and you know they're going to be there and you know they just just don't seem to work well with you. 
ask those on the other side, because anytime you're going to a family gathering, there are many people that have passed that are part of your family. Ask them to help make the day better. Ask them to help make the conversations go smoother. This is what you can ask them for. And it's not only them, it's all the different energies on the other side. They're all available to you. But how many of you use them? And they also say to keep practicing. And they're also saying, so they're also talking about people who have to go to relatives over the holidays coming up. They're saying to work with your loved ones that have passed ahead of time, having conversations in your head or some or out loud, either one, whichever you're more comfortable with, having those conversations that you would be having in reality later, having them now, rehearsing them now, it will help you gain the confidence to set the boundaries. And boundaries are so important to set. And boundaries as far as what you expect out of the relationship, what you expect out of the people, and how you feel you need, you should be talked to and not talked at. And that's something that's important because people who talk at you and not to you sometimes need a little shaking up, not literally, <laughs> but shaking up in the way of understanding how it makes you feel. And that's something so important for all of us because we really have to check in with how it makes us feel. So join me after the break to learn how to set some boundaries, to be really kind of dial that in, dial those boundaries in and find out why we need to set those boundaries. And I can't wait to see you after the break as we talk about boundaries. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, a view through the veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. On Read My Lips Radio, producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy, a.k.a. Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. 
Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Amazing Soul. Have a question for Angela, her team, or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to Angela. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Amazing Soul with me, Angela Zabel, and we are talking about boundaries and setting boundaries and working with difficult people. So we talked a little bit about difficult people earlier and why and how it affects you, because it really does affect us on a physical level when we're letting difficult people take advantage of us. And and, and, uh, they're backing me up. My team is saying, remember, they are not taking advantage of you. You're letting them. I'm like, yep, I know. (laughs) So this is knowing that every time we do that, we are actually hurting ourselves on a physical level. This is all about where we can actually feel physically sick. We actually can wear ourselves out, wearing down out our immune system. The more we continue to keep bowing to others instead of realizing we don't need to bow to others. So this is this uh, this part of it, we're going to be talking about boundaries and why you'd want to set them. So when you have difficult people in your life that are actually physically affecting you, where you're coming, I know people have said they come uh, after interactions, they'll come back, they'll have headaches, they'll feel sick to their stomach. These are all really key signs that you really have to think hard about setting a boundary. Setting boundaries is all about keeping the people in your life if they choose to. So that's the thing. Just like they are making you physically ill because you're kind of taking on their stuff, there's also the aspect of realizing that when you start standing up for yourself, when you start saying, hey, that's not how it's going to work anymore, that energy is going to shift between you and shift in a big way. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am not a sugarcoater. It will be tested by those you're trying to set a boundary for. So if you if you have someone, say, a work environment where they're saying you need to do all this extra work, you have to continue to do this, you need to always stay later, you need to do things on your time off, you need to do these type of things, and you say, okay, I'll keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you're starting to get physically sick, this is the time for you to say, you know, I need to say something. And this is standing up to say, you know, I can only work from this hour to this hour, and I can't do extra because I have other things going on. If you need extra, I just can't do it. And a lot of people get really hesitant because they're saying, well, then what happens to my job? What if they're going to let me go? You have to ask yourself if a job is physically making you ill, is it worth it to say? Or is it worth the possibility of saying, these are my boundaries, will you respect them? And if they say no, then you know your answer is, I probably have to look somewhere else. 
So a lot of these are harder decisions. And that's some of the things I hear from people. If I set a boundary and say, you know, I don't want you to talk that way to me anymore. I don't want you to talk down to me. I don't think I need to do that for you. Or for a lot of you, it's saying, you know, I'm really busy and I can't do what you're asking me to do. A lot of people are afraid to say those things because they figure the people are going to keep coming back at them and saying, oh, but you can do this. You did it for other people or you did it before. You can do it now. For you to keep saying, no, I can't this time. I really can't. That's a hard, tough decision for a lot of people. But as you continue to do this, it does get easier. It does get easier as you go along. Saying no and saying what your boundaries are get easier. And sometimes it may mean just saying, you know, I appreciate your opinion because how many of us have people that they have a lot of opinions <laughs> to just say, I appreciate your opinion. Maybe even saying, this is my opinion. And, you know, I'm glad we shared that. And I hope we can continue sharing our opinions in the future. I respect your opinion and I hope you respect mine. So by doing so, you're not getting into conflict. You're just saying, I respect your opinion. This is mine. I hope you respect mine too. And a lot of times that also means that once we do that, because when we change the energy, those people are going to want to bring you back in, bring you back into the drama. That may mean you state your opinion, say, thanks for listening to my opinion, and then having an exit plan and walking away and saying, well, I've got to go or, oh, there's someone else I need to talk to. And then excusing yourself and leaving because that is also an important factor. So now, why would you want to set these boundaries? Why? Why would you want to do it if you know it's going to cause conflict? Because you know when you set a boundary, it's going to be conflict. Because the more you do it, the better you're going to feel. And you're going to walk away from conversations and not be sick to your stomach for days, wondering about, man, I, how, I wish I could have changed it, or I wish it wouldn't have gone the way it did, or walking away and having a headache. When you're having those physical reactions, that's your key to say, I need to have a boundary. And this is making those, making the first step. Sometimes it's really a real simple step of just saying, thanks for your opinion. And then turning around and walking away. Because you need to, a lot of times, because you haven't learned to set a really good boundary yet, you need to physically remove yourself. So why would you want to do this? Another reason is because every time you don't set a boundary, you are actually enabling that behavior to continue by the other people. You're enabling it to continue because if it's happening with you, you're not the only person. There are other people that are being looked down on, talked down to, and treated like your opinion doesn't matter 
and your work ethic doesn't matter because they keep bringing up. So someone here is having an issue with work. <laughs> and so if, if anyone wants to ask questions of me or the collective or not the collective, my team, I'm sorry, I just <laughs> did an interview with the collective not that long ago, <laughs> but this is with me, myself and my team. You can call in at 866-346-9141 because they keep telling me someone is having a very difficult time with something at work. (laughs) So setting boundaries helps that behavior to stop. It helps people to have the opportunity to change who they are, to treat people differently. It takes one person to say, I'm not going to be treated this way. And it gives them the opportunity to change. And I just wanted to say, I said the opportunity to change. It doesn't mean they're going to take it. But anybody around you watching your situation is going to learn from what's happening with you also, and they're going to see how you handle it. So a real key thing they're bringing up real quick, my team is saying, to always remember as soon as you feel anger, that is your key that you need to remove yourself physically from the situation. And that means thanking the person you're with and walking away. Thanks for your opinion. I appreciate it. It's just not mine. And walk away. And they're saying by physically removing yourself from that situation, it helps you gain the strength that you need to continue to hold the line on what your boundary is. So this is something really important for people to know is a lot of times we try to set up a boundary and then we keep going round and round and round with the people that we're trying to set a boundary with because they are invested in keeping things the way they were. Because by keeping things the way they were, they now gained the ability to get exactly what they want all the time. The problem is exactly what they want doesn't serve you at all. So think about the people you have with around you. And one of the things that they're letting me know here is when your energy doesn't match others, when you start setting boundaries, sometimes those people will physically leave your your area, not physically move, but they will physically kind of stay out of your way. They'll kind of avoid you a lot of times. And this is because your energies don't match anymore. Don't look at it as you did something wrong because I set a boundary because I wanted to keep them in my life and I thought they would stay there. The thing is, sometimes people don't want to change and those people will remove themselves from your presence. And this may be all of a sudden you'll be thinking and going, man, I haven't heard from those people in a while. I wonder what happened. And this is the time to look at, I wonder what happened. It means your energies don't match anymore. So they want me to to kind of bring up, when you think about energies that don't matching, and knowing that there's nothing wrong with the people, it just changed. Think about people you've known throughout your life. Some of you have known people in childhood and in school and in a earlier part of your life, or they people have been in your life for a while and then you kind of just drifted apart. 
It wasn't that anybody did anything wrong. The only difference was your energy changed. And that's a good thing because we're all evolving and growing. And the more you put up boundaries with people by saying no, and especially with the holidays coming up, like, oh, can you do this? Can can you get this get together together? Can can you make this food? Can you, you know, it, the list goes on and on. All of you know that. <laughs> so as those come up and you do say no, maybe there's another option instead of everybody having so much work. When you say no, you're going to start feeling better. Not at first, but a little bit. And then you'll realize that, oh, I have more free time. Because when you say no, you start realizing you have more free time. Free time because you're not physically doing what was asked of you. And free time because you're not physically taking your time and regurgitating the conversations that didn't serve you again and again and again. So setting boundaries is so important because you're going to free up time to spend more time on you, to spend more time bringing people in that are actually supportive of you and you don't need all the boundaries. So if you're thinking about, do I need boundaries with people? Ask yourself this question. If you just got a brand new house, a brand new house, And in that house, you had, it was like your dream house. You have everything in it. How many people around you, family, friends, coworkers, would take you down for having that house? Would be saying these little remarks of, oh, it must be nice. How did you get that house? How did you deserve that? Oh, well, I'm sure there's other houses better. I'm sure that's not as good as it could have been. Oh, you could have done something different. That's your first sign. You need to set boundaries with those people. So this is really going on an emotional level, asking yourself, if I got something really nice, could I even tell the people I got it? And how would they treat me? That's your... That's the thing of of looking and going, who do I have around me? And why do I have them around me? Is it out of obligation? Because so many of us have people around us out of obligation. Oh, I've known them forever. But you really, they're starting to like nitpick on you. That's your sign that you are just going a different direction. And this is really about looking emotionally and asking yourself the tough questions because boundaries create and bring emotional and personal freedom. Boundaries with others bring freedom that you a lot of times have never known before. But once you start getting a taste of it, that's the difference it starts getting better. So I would love all of you to do that little exercise of putting it out yourself out there. If I got a new truck, if I got a new car, if I got a new house, if if it was better than maybe what other people have around you, how would they 
really treat you? And this is really going deep and asking yourself on an emotional level, not the trying to gloss things over and, oh, no, everybody would support me. This is going, ah, maybe you better take a look, another look at that. And then asking yourself what other things they have done to you and said to you that made you question whether I should be setting a boundary or not. So by, set, by putting that boundary up there, we are helping ourselves and helping people, like I said, people that are watching. Just think, you grew up and you had people that you felt took advantage of you. There are children, there are younger people, and there are your people in your peer group that are also going through the same thing of wondering, should I set a boundary? Should I say something? Should I say, you know, I don't think you should, you can talk to me that way again. Because there's a lot of you who have thought that way, but a lot of you have never said anything about it. So ask yourself, and they want you to, so they're going to kind of take me back a little bit. They're saying, every time you have a conversation where you actually see and feel yourself standing up ahead of time, and you are actually talking out loud, practicing what you would say when you need to set a boundary, when the person says, you know, I need you to help me with this, 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 and you say, Thanks for asking. I appreciate you asking, but I have a lot on my plate right now and I just can't do it. I hope you find someone that can help you with that, but it just can't be me this time. When you do that, practice it ahead of time. Practice it in the mirror. Practice it in your car. Because the more you practice, you are building an energy that will help you move forward. And they're also saying that when you practice, and I'm saying they, my team, is also saying that when you practice, visualize your loved one that has passed, that has been supportive of you in life, standing right next to you, giving you extra support and letting you know it'll be all right. It'll be all right to say no. And we're going to get into a little bit more about families and setting boundaries and people at work and friend groups setting those boundaries after we come back from the break because it is very important to know a little bit more of what you're encountering coming forward. So I hope all of you take the time to join me after the break. And remember, if you got a question, call in and I will talk to you after the break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
on Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Amazing Soul. Have a question for Angela, her team, or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to Angela. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Amazing Soul. We are talking about difficult people and boundaries today. And I am, I've kind of talked through a little bit about difficult people and how they can affect you emotionally and physically, because a lot of times it is physical, and setting boundaries and practicing those boundaries, because it is, it is so important to practice your boundaries and to always have an exit plan, because otherwise they... I have a team on the other side and they're showing me in my head right now. They're saying, remember, it's just like the hamster wheel. If you don't remove yourself from the energy of when the conversations happen and they keep going back, they keep drawing you into the drama. It's just like a hamster wheel. You need to step off the hamster wheel, remove yourself from the situation to stop the drama, to stop what's been going on. So as we remove ourselves from people by setting boundaries, by saying, and I always say, thank them for their opinion because, you know, everybody's on a different journey. Their journey is just different than yours. And I love to hear different people's opinions, but to know that I respect their opinion, it's just not mine. And to have that kind of heart to heart with people to say, you know, I understand and I understand you see things differently. And that's just fine with me. But please understand, I things I see things differently than you. So when we're setting boundaries, a lot of times this means that the people that you're setting boundaries with are going to continue to test those boundaries. Just like, and for those of you, I grew up in the country, <laughs> and it's like having an animal go up and test the electric fence. How they go up and they test it the first time, and then they might come back again and test it again. And when something happens, maybe a storm or something, they might go up and test it again. Remember that the people you are setting boundaries with, so you have a healthier life, and I mean physically healthier life, because you're not holding on to that anxiety and that anger and some a lot of times disappointment and resentment when you're not holding on to that, you feel so much better. 
So I do want to go to a caller and we have Marsha. Um, so go ahead and I would love to hear from you, Marsha. Hi, Angela. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. And where are you from, Marsha? I'm actually from Indiana. Nice. Well, thank you for calling in. Yeah. And what is your question tonight? Yeah, uh, this is a really good conversation and a topic, and I found myself a lot of times uh, struggling with boundaries. And my question is, is because I'm continuously facing that as an issue, how do I avoid that uh, just moving forward? I do feel like a lot of times I'm an impasse, and, uh, and that may be one of my issues or reasons why, but how do you just avoid having to go down that road over and over again? So the big thing is with this, and that's a really great question, is the more you try to avoid not standing up and saying something, the more I call them opportunities for growth will happen. So what happens is, say you're not saying something and in having boundaries that are a little wishy-washy where people are still stepping across and saying, oh, you need to do this for me. And you're saying, well, I really don't have the time. Oh, yeah, but you you do. You do have the time. You can make it work. And so you kind of give in a little bit and they keep doing this. And pretty soon you just give in and say, you know, it's easier to just not bother and just keep doing what I need to do and, and make it easier. And by doing that, what happens is pretty soon it's not just that person, say it was a family member, then it becomes someone at work is giving you an opportunity to set a boundary. And then someone in a friend group is giving you an opportunity to set a boundary. So I look at this as this is the time to say, you know, what is the easiest one I can start with? And I don't try to tackle the big ones right off the bat. Just go, what is the easiest one I can set a boundary with? And this is the time when you do that, it gives you a little confidence to make the tougher, the harder ones that you know you're going to have to be hard and fast on, to, on setting a boundary. It helps by doing the easy one first. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. So would you say this would sort of give me um, a power to wear um, eventually it will just stop happening because now I've built up this strength and I won't, people won't so much be attracted <laughs> to me in that sense. Um, because I, I see it happen a lot, uh, I guess based off of my open personality, possibly, I don't know, but, um, but once I start create, basically nip it in the butt, is that, <laughs> is that really the route that I should take? So the big thing is here is the the reason it keeps kind of happening all the time is because you're, it's still being afraid to set that boundary. When you said you're an open book and you're open to people, your beliefs, I'm going to, okay, my team is kind of going, this is talking about beliefs. This is my belief is if I just go along and I just try to smooth things over, I'm the better person. If yeah. I don't say anything and I try to keep giving, I'm the better person. Uh-huh. And they're they're saying yeah. the better the better person wouldn't be asking you to do the things they're asking. They're asking you to be uh-huh. second. So wow. you're you're starting to say, I am I must be second because I have to make it work. 
Yeah. So it is, it's a, it's a belief walking in and saying, you know, I'm not second anymore. And they're, so my team is saying to start, start telling yourself, I am not second anymore. I am just as important as their wishes and wants. I have my own wishes and wants, and I am going to go with my, what serves me first. And once I get better at serving myself, then I can decide. And they keep saying, you need to decide when you want to help others, when you want to do that, Mm -hmm. because you really don't need to fix anybody or make it better. That's up to them. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for that. All right. Well, this is an amazing uh, topic, so I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate you. And this is something that's not only just for you. There's so many people out there that are the giving people. And this is, we've been taught that to always think of others, always put others first. And the thing is, the people teaching us that, think about who always wants you to put them, put other people first. It's the people asking you to do it. It's not you. So they're making sure that that's why they're asking you to always think of others first because they're being served. You're not. So it is more of a power play. And that's something with people in our lives. A lot of times it is a power play. And some people think that they can't get ahead and they can't do anything without stepping on others. Those are the people you really need to set a boundary with because it gives them the opportunity to grow. They have the opportunity to to see how an interaction should go. And every time you stand up and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Or just as an example, say you're supposed to bring something for a family dinner and they want you to make this huge thing that takes forever to do. And you just don't want to do it. It takes a lot of time. And if you say, you know, I'm just going to buy something and I'll bring it along and you start getting pushback. This is the time to say, you know, I have to do what's best for me. I don't have the time. I'm going to do what I feel is right. And I hope you like it. And if not, it'll be more leftovers for me that I'll take back home. So it's not getting involved in the conversation. It's just stating this is what's going to happen if you don't like it. Not a big deal. I'll just take it back with me. And the caveat, when I said boundaries bring emotional and personal freedom, the caveat is that you will Start feeling that freedom and you'll feel lighter and you'll feel it lifting from you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'm learning something new. So I'm, I'm Googling <laughs> as you're speaking. So thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Do you have Angela. any other I'm looking forward to You are so very welcome, and thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it because your question actually helps so many others, too. Thank you. So this is the one thing that, for me, for people to understand, is when you start doing this, because this is a process, this is a growth process, we are growing every single day. And, you know, we, a lot of times we get this 
put on us like, oh, now you're an adult, you know everything. And I'm like, well, what happened to continuing continuous growth? What happened to that? Why are we not always learning? And why are we coming down on ourselves? Because now we're adults, we should know everything. I don't know everything. And I plan on learning right up until the day I die, because there's so much to learn. And it's so exciting. And the more I learn, the more I grow, and the more I can help others. The same with all of you. The thing is, all of you are not different from me. We are all here on a journey. And all of us are in making a huge impact with all of the people around you. So every change you do in your own personal relationships around you, not only help you, but help the people who are watching. And there are so many people watching. And the other thing is, the other caveat is the more you do that, that energy is then available for other people to step into, people you don't even know. That's the multidimensionality. So the things I really want people to take away from today is I identify things that are really emotionally bringing you down. Identify them. And don't come down on yourself for seeing them. Instead, say, you know what? There it is. Now I know I can fix it. Because you can only fix things you can see, just like a car that has a problem. You can't fix it till you know what's wrong. So check in with your emotions every day. Set intentions of what you want to see the relationships around you like set those intentions and bring the people into you that are more supportive give yourself a pat on the back because you are you are understanding you're recognizing the patterns and you're replacing each pattern with a new one you're retraining your brain you're retraining the relationships around you by setting boundaries so, and every time you do that, you're going to bring yourself joy. You're going to start feeling that personal freedom for yourself. And that is so huge. Personal freedom you never imagined was there. And every time you do this, you are learning. You're on a learning journey and you're helping those around you learn. That's the caveat. Those around you are watching and learning too. You are the teacher for others. So I want all of you to, I hope you got a lot out of this tonight. I love working with people and my team does too. And with that, I also wanted to let you know that next week I will be working with and interviewing um, Rick and Beth Olson. And we are going to be talking about healing after a child's loss. So they had a pretty devastating loss, losing two of their children to a drunk driver and how they had a healing journey working through themselves, working through shamanism and other events that happened and how they communicate now. So I hope you join me next week as we talk with Rick and Beth Olson on healing after a child's loss. And also wanted to let you know to make sure that you can check out my website, AngelaZabel.com. I do online, private, and personal readings with guidance, mediumship. My team loves to help people. And also, I wanted to let you know all of you are important. All of you are here for a reason. And I am so appreciative of all of you. And with that, have an absolutely amazing day. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Amazing Soul. We will have another life-changing and inspiring episode next week. Have a beautiful week.